There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast. I'm Chris Lundberg. Uh. And I'm Matt Myra. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the podcast is you dummy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Now, uh, Matt Myra. Yes, uh, Chris Hardwick. That was. Uh, what, what? What? What are your plans for the rest of the day? You're gonna go write some. Yeah, some gotta go. Jokes? Ra- that's absolutely exactly what we have to do. We have to go generate a bunch of material for next week's show. I think you guys have been doing a spectacular job. The shows that we've been doing at 11:30 on. Uh, I mean, not that you don't do a spectacular job when we're on at midnight, but I feel like everyone's. St- Stepped up their game to follow the Daily Show. We got to do it, you know. Well, you're you're putting it all out there, so we thought we'd do it too. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks. No problem, buddy. thanks, buddy. No problem. Uh, did you get some rest last night? I did. I slept uh, about seven hours. It was a good night. I slept almost seven hours too. Yeah. Uh, what I bowled in the Chris Paul tournament last night in Torrance, um, but I can't say the outcome because it doesn't air for uh, till Super Bowl Sunday. Oh. Yeah, they're going to air bowling. That's a weird counter-programming. Wouldn't that be amazing if bowling somehow got the Super Bowl's audience and everyone's like, why did it do everyone what happened? watch bowling instead of the Super Bowl? But yeah, I think they're going to run it on ESPN, Chris Paul's tournament. But uh, uh, who's there? Uh, Chris Paul and French Montana and Terrell Owens and... T.O. T.O. Nice. Who, by the way, has his professional bowler's card. Oh, yeah? He's a fucking amazing a bowler. Bowling. He's an amazing bowler. Doesn't surprise me. Seems Strike like something he'd do. Well, you see him in person and you go, oh, yeah, that guy is, uh, he is a titan of anything. Yeah. Athlete. Like he's, whatever he decides to do. Yeah, whatever he wants to do. Like, he's, he's statuesque. He's, he's, the man is physically perfect. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you ever see him doing sit-ups outside his lawn when he was getting trying to get a contract from the Eagles? This is, uh, this is what Got we strive to do when we go to the gym, but yeah. we're never going to look like T.O. Nope. We're not going to Well, look for like a number you. of reasons, but the main one being we're not going to get that fit. <laughs> I don't understand, so you're not going to... Well, I'm just saying we'd have head. to tan a lot. I don't, what do you mean? Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so then what are you guys going to do this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I got a lot of fun planned. I'm going to do nothing and then do nothing and then watch the Patriots do something. Good. Yeah. No, you're not? What do you mean no? They're playing the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Saturday game. Wait. The, they're playing the Ravens. Yes, they're oh, playing the Ravens. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a score prediction because this Joe goes Flacco. out. I'm gonna say uh, uh, score is gonna be 27 to. I hope I didn't jinx this. this just, <laughs> who do you think's making the Super Bowl? Who do I think is making the Super Bowl? I don't know. I'd like to see. It's don't probably you gonna say be, Seattle? It's probably gonna be Green Bay and uh, either the Broncos or the Patriots. Yeah, I could see that. I could see Dallas too. Katie Levine sports predictions. I can see. Da- I don't know yet. It's been a weird playoff. When does this go out? T- right now. Right now. Oh, great. Good. <laughs> then see, these predictions mean something. This actually. is going on see, in front of the host. I can see Dallas uh, making it all the way. They didn't play too well against Detroit, but they did come back and get it. 
So. Yeah. Dun, 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 well, dun, Dallas, I'll tell you, Dallas dun, going dun, in dun, with an 8 0 road dun, record versus the Green Bay Packers with an 8 0 home record. First time that's ever happened. Aaron Rodgers is hurt, though. You right make now. the call. He's, he's still going to play, but he's yeah, hurt. He's hurt. All right. He tore a calf muscle? <laughs> Air quote. Yeah, he did something. I forgot what it was. I saw it on a. I, I okay, yeah. Just saw it on a new. It came up on a news crawl. Uh, I got probably, news you know, camping about yesterday. Tough, you know, dating Olivia Munn. I don't care since, you know, the Niners aren't in it anymore. Well, I do care, but I don't care as much. Well, as long as Seattle doesn't win. That's all I care about. Guys, buckle up for more excitement just like this on the Nerdist (laughs) Hostful, episode number 5,450. By the way, here's the Nerdist Podcast number 5,640. Hostful goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. Can he also sleep at the Ghostbusters firehouse? I'd imagine you could. Do-do-do-do. Yeah, it's a functioning firehouse, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I was kind of no, just no. making a joke like it was actually the Ghostbusters. They wouldn't place those. The Ghostbusters firehouse. Hey, buddy. But the wiring is substandard for their electrical needs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the neighborhood is like a demilitarized zone. <laughs> but hey, the pole still works. <laughs> Uh, Happy New Year! Happy Buck New Bags. Year, 2015. Boy, oh boy, what a what a ride it's been, guys. Here we are, end of 2015. Really no, no, did no, no. It. Start, this start. is the beginning start. of 2015. Start, yeah. oh. You've been up a long time. I so have to probably <laughs> do this again. Didn't realize that we're yeah. You have to do it all over again. Well, you guys had pretty great 2015s. So Ooh, get that's ready. fantastic! Get I, ready. I can't wait. What happens? Live it again. I don't want to know. But what All happens? Right. <laughs> I don't want to know. What happens to Chris? Uh, well, aside from losing his right leg to a horrible infection, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Hold on. Hold what on. Kind of infection. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could put you to the top. <laughs> I swear to God, if I lose my right leg to an infection, I'm going to beat you with it. Oh, like well, I'm going to be so upset. Yeah, let me finish. Just let me finish out what of the also leg. happened. What you got? The first super cool cybernetic leg implant. Okay. Uh, Okay. That lets you run super duper fast. Well, but if I only had one leg that would run super fast, like the other leg would just drag behind me. You just kind of be jumping on the leg. You know, and that's one of the hurdles we're going to face in 2016. Hurdles? Hurdles. (laughs) God damn it already. (laughs) God damn it already. How was your vacation? Um, uh, It was really amazing. It was vacation y. I've never, I don't remember the last time I had that kind of an experience. Just out that long, just without we're going like, I guess I could take a nap. Like, not, or <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't, doesn't matter. Let's, yeah. fit, you know, like, for, but not just for like a day here and there, but just for several days. It was amazing because yeah. we went to, we got on the red eye and went to New York. I don't know if you remember, we podcasted Paul McCartney. Uh, and that's, that's what I was doing. I was trying to tell somebody what I was doing there. I couldn't remember. That was it. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, we podcasted Paul McCartney. So we took the red eye, did that. And then uh, that's pretty much it. I had to record a little bit for Tales from the Borderlands for like a day, for like two hours. And then, and then I just hung out with Lydia in New York 
in her with in her apartment, and we just like ordered food and watched ton- movies and hung out in the safe room. We got <laughs> we watched. Uh, let's see, what did we watch? Did we you watched catch up on some stuff. We watched. Uh, I watched Annabelle. Which, oh, that was the prequel to Conjuring, right? Not yes, yes, kind of, kind of, yes, and yes. The story I mean, of that doll. Uh, the story of that doll. Yeah. Which um, uh, the 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 cinematography in that movie was unbelievable. I thought the Conjuring looked pretty rad too. Uh, for like you know when when people really put a lot of effort into just like they don't just go ah it's a horror movie like where they just try to make a really cool film. Well, I the don't guy know, guys, I hate effort. But the guy who DP'd <laughs> the film, and I wish I could remember his name, but it's freely available on IMDb.com. Frank Caliendo. It was not Frank Caliendo, uh, but his uh, but the DP. I looked up his credits. I'm like this guy was amazing. What else did he do? It's really just mostly TV work. Like he worked on Marin. Like he's, oh weird. And he sh- and he shot Annabelle. And uh, good for him. Yeah, that's a jump. But you so know, he just works in horror. Here's the thing that sort of bummed. <laughs> here's the thing that. <laughs> <laughs> Is Marin in that relic closet? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go near that Don't one. Open up that thing. <laughs> what? What? You gonna open the fucking door again? Oh yeah, yeah. Close the door. Yeah, I like being in the dark. <laughs> a lot of bad uh, vibes. Uh, <laughs> dark vibes. <laughs> but it's uh, here's the what's that? What's the couple's name? The 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 the, the couple, the actual couple, the actual couple, the stories, the stories. Uh, I think it's Philomena and her dead adopted son. Nope. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, look Killing up the Conjuring with the wrong references. <laughs> yeah, look up the Conjuring. It's uh, uh, yeah. True story of seven strangers picked to live in a house. Yes, the Warrens. Yes. That's right. That's right. The Warrens, uh, played oh. by Vera Farmiga and uh, Farmiga, and uh, I know that story. And same same actors from Conjuring did them this time too. No, they weren't. They weren't in it. Couldn't lock them except up. for like the were they at the very end? They might have been at the very end. But here's the thing that I really wanted to happen with that is I feel like that closet of haunted relics has such an opportunity. To be to sort of be, be, do the Marvel. I was just about to say shared universe. Yes, or, yeah. that you know, and I'm sure they're kind of thinking about that idea. But I, I wanted to see the Warrens more involved in the story. Like I, I honestly feel like they could make 30 movies based on all the relics in that. I think it could be a TV show. I think it's a TV show as well. Yeah, but like the, but, they're, but they're already. I mean, but they're already making movies about it. So I don't know if they're going to make a TV show. But it should be yeah. a TV show like seventies. But know, I but, guys, Twelve Monkeys on the Sci Fi Channel. Yeah, I, I saw that it was announced. I don't know. Twelve what the- Monkeys too late. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Sorry. Twelve <laughs> Monkeys on Twelve Typewriters <laughs> writing Twelve Monkeys TV show. <laughs> they would crank it out eventually. Yeah. I watched. Uh, I watched uh, um, Terry Gilliam's new movie uh, Zero Theorem with Christoph Waltz. How was it? It's real Gilliam. Oh yeah, it's yeah, real yeah. Gilliam. Real Gilliam. Oh Gilliam. Gil- Gilliam. Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of like... It's real Karen Gillan. Yeah, rare, real Karen Gillan. Tall. Yep. Red story. Um, but yeah, but that was just speaking to a monkey's. No, I just... Uh, the, the thing... I think they might have painted themselves into a corner by casting Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. Farmiga? Farmiga. Yeah. Farmiga. Uh, because I'm sure they're not available for every one of those movies, but I yeah. really would love... I really... They would have to cast TV versions of The Warrens. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Be a nice spooky X Files. I know show. a Monster of the Week show. What yeah. network could you see that being on, guys? FX, 
Great. FXX. FXX. FXXX. Netflix XX. <laughs> the new Netflix XX. Um, Why did you have to have this a website? It doesn't work that way. You should check out the league of streaming, but not on Netflix anymore. They moved it to Netflix XX. Netflix, Netflix XX. XX. Yeah. Um, what did I just watched? I just saw Big Eyes. Oh, how was oh, how that? Was you that? know what? Uh, here's the thing. It was written. Um, Great, the, good story. It, it was written by the people who uh, wrote Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, your favorite movie of all time. My favorite movie of all time. Also, Ed Wood, directed by Tim Burton. Also, director of Big Eyes, Tim mm-hmm. Burton. Oh. And it was, it was nice. It just like it just tells the story, and the performances are great. Uh, but it just like. You know, everything just happens. You wanted a little bit more. I think so. You wanted a little you more Tim Burton flair. I, I don't know because it's like when he's restricted a bit, um, you know, that's when I think he really excels. So he doesn't have the opportunity to just kind of go crazy and do, you know, just visuals and no story. But this, I think he kind of molded a bit too much and kind of brought it in a little bit too much. There's a few great shots of that are very Tim Burton-y, but... Were there cool claymation sandworms in it? There were none. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But, uh, but great. Um, Amy Adams was amazing, and Christoph Waltz was uh, incredible. What is he not good in? What? Christoph Waltz is good in everything. In everything. Including yeah, yeah. the Muppet Most Wanted movie. He was great on Sequest. Yeah. I'm just going to name stuff that he wasn't <laughs> uh, That's a real Matt Meyer movie. If he was, though. Sequest DSB starring Roy Scheider. So I wa- we watched Maze Runner. I watched that on a plane. Very enjoyable. Did you cry? I thought it was okay. But it's just like, well, I'm not, yeah, I, I teared up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right away, the credit Maze Runner. Oh, God. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> Why do they have to run? Why can't they just walk the maze? <laughs> Where's the piggy character? There he is. Um, gotta have it. When it's just a bunch of boys running around, gotta have a piggy. Oh, yeah, you got it. There's, there's one. There's yeah. one in every, like... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's it it just it reminded me of like the the same thing that uh, Hunger Games, where it's like you're watching this thing, and then at the end of it, they're like, it turns out it wasn't even about the maze or the Hunger Games. It was this bigger thing. This bigger that, thing yeah. they're setting up. Yeah. The, the, the one. Well, I don't want to give it away, but there's give it away. Give it away. The the one. Give it away now. The one. <laughs> the one. I don't know how the one guy got through at the end. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, without giving spoiling too much. Uh, I, it's like, the oh, force? how the fuck did he yeah. find how did he find them from where he was? Like that that kind of bothered me a little bit. Yeah. That was the guy. He's really good. He was uh He's fantastic. He was in the, uh, the Jordan's the, movie. Jordan Vote Roberts's movie, uh, Kings of Summer. And he was also in uh um, Yarvo's movie. Which one? Uh Yar- uh, Yar- uh David Yarvo's movie. David uh, um the one I saw at Fantastic Fest that we were talking about recently. Oh. Because you had interest in it. Yes. Oh, the, the Hive. The Hive. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's but great in The Hive, he too. Was, he, was, he was also in the one with, uh, was it Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston? Where oh, they... he was the, the, the Virgin. Yes. In um, We're the Millers. We're the Millers. Yeah, yeah. he's great. <laughs> I got my vacation brain. I can't remember yeah. anything now. <laughs> what's that movie? What's yeah, a movie? Into, what's the, 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 so, the hell of a get the ring. So in the, the one with in, the Jason Sudeikis. In the, vein of, in the vein of films that were books first. We watched uh, another one, and it was not on the... So, first of all, it was on, we're in the Bahamas, and we turned the TV on, because you know, we'd, we'd been out beaching all day. Yeah, yeah. And 
And this movie, the I professor make one out of coconuts. Meant, I don't understand. I, yeah, yeah, I we had a, a treadmill were, out of. You were coaxing whales to shore. <laughs> we were trying. Well, to we get were out beaching all day. It's yeah. the best way to take a, wh- a selfie with a whale is to get it to beach itself. It's totally worth it, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I think um, so. If the whale can't find its way back in the water, <laughs> that's not on you. <laughs> Got a whale there? Yeah, that's seriously. I mean, I'm a land mammal. I know how to get out of the water. If they can't get back in, maybe they shouldn't be in the gene pool at all. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Hashtag fuck whales. Hashtag I mean, fuck them and then fuck them. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But this movie, I swear to God, when it came on, I was like, what movie from 1997 was this that I never saw? The movie was made last year. It's called Mortal Instruments City of Bones. Uh, exactly. Uh, oh! No, I, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer a couple times. Um, it's the, the, the guy... Gets the girl, and then she starts seeing that there's demons everywhere. It's a basically like, yeah, it's a demon hunter. It's a demon hunter movie. Well, maybe maybe the movie was made a long time ago. It was and just released. No, no, because oh, no, okay. Lily Carter's in it, and she's not. She's a young. She's a young girl. But uh, oh, yeah? she's young? a young lady. Nice, she's a young lady. But it was one of those. It was one of those movies where you can tell that it was obviously made for young people, and the book probably had a lot of. You know, a lot of times in a book, they can trick you with lots of words, but then when you try to see it, because when you're reading it, it's just it narrates a little bit better. Yeah, it but, describes things for pages. But there was so much. I hate when a movie like tries to force fucking lingo down your throat. <laughs> like that's just those are the words oh, in yeah. their world. Like I think the non, I think people without special powers are called the mundane, and it's just it just really feels like yeah. Hmm. What coffee house barista? <laughs> but uh, don't worry about them; they're the mundane. They can't yeah. see things like us, crossness. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And there's a, there's like a painting of Johann Sebastian Bach, yeah. and then you see like little tattoos on his arms, and they're like, "You mean he was one of?" They're like, "Yeah, he was one of the first. I was like, "Oh God, Jesus!" It was it was uh, it was a uh, it was one of those movies. Well, everyone's just trying to do like it's like uh, the, oh muggles. Everyone's trying to just come up with those terms in but, the same but, world. But it didn't. At least in Harry Potter, it felt very organic. This was just like, it's just like trying to force a best friend on you all of a sudden, like your mom, <laughs> like your mom's trying to get you to hang out with her friend's kid, and you're like, yeah. "Mom, I don't like Jeremy. He's annoying and he's, he snots a lot. You know, <laughs> he's he's a mundane. He's a mundane. We uh, should start using that term. He's a mundane. Um, but, just, but honestly, like halfway through, Lydia was like, well, "We don't have to keep watching." So I'm like, "I have invested." Forty minutes in this so far, I have got. This is either going to get better or I'm just going to get madder at it. I don't stop watching movies and I don't walk out of movies. Uh, the only time I walked Especially out of movies, especially on planes, you did not walk <laughs> yeah. out of movies. Sorry, I took the drawer. And I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a God stretch. Damn it! <laughs> Dad's on fire. Quit roughhousing! Quit roughhousing over there, huh? Dad's on fire. <laughs> hey, what are you kids doing? It's the sequel to Denzel Washington's Man on Fire. Dad's, Dad's on, on fire. Um, I saw The Guest, uh, which is great. Same people that made Your Next. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and it's uh, it's a there's a guy. I don't watch the show, but there's a guy from uh, Downton Abbey as a star of it. Um, but it's a fucking... Reginald Killerington. <laughs> The third. The third Esquire. Um, but um, that was my father's name. Call me Reginald Cunnington the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's on fire. <laughs> uh, that was a great movie. Great, like really exciting movie. Very like aware of itself. Kind of, you know, you could see that movie being like the 70s, kind of schlocky, uh, you know, Charles Bronson yeah. in it kind of thing. But it's just 
done with a bit of awareness, but not as a parody or a comedy. Just I'm, I'm super psyched. I'll yeah, totally you got to check it. it out. It's just like it's one of those things. Like, oh, who's this guy? He says he's a friend of our dead sons. Well, we should invite him in. Then things start happening. I can't wait. I have to finish. I started watching Helix. Uh, oh, it's I know what the, the sci-fi cover series looks like. Yeah, how is it's it, fun. What is that about? It's really fun. It, it, well, it's sort of like. Um, it's a genetic testing horror thriller. Oh, okay. So it's, it's like mutants and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, sort of, sort of, sort of. But it's uh, it's fun. It's really fun. It's yeah. a, it's a fun sci-fi. And then the, I, had, I had a bunch of people that said, "Oh, you should watch." And so you know, I had all this time. Yeah, down yeah. there. It is strange having free time. Mm-hmm. And it took me a couple of days to get used to it. Just to like just calm yourself and be. Yeah, but you know, Lydia is so just chill about everything where it's like what do you want to do i'm like i don't know can we just sit here sure you want to go out and she's like yeah whatever you know like yeah, so yeah. or i it's just really i i always feel like i have to be somewhere when i'm in town yeah and not having to be anywhere like she booked us a snorkel trip so we yeah, went snorkeling some, pictures. some really fun pictures we what took you, on what were we using for we're the using an stuff. olympus um it was called a, a, a it was a life proof olympus Oh fuck! I can't remember what the model number was. It might have been called the Life Proof, but oh, it's okay. uh, just a just a you know a camera that's it's submersible up to thirty three feet. Or oh, something. Nice. We were not going that deep because uh, the ocean uh, likes to blow up your ears if you're just snorkeling. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was really really amazing. She took me on a dinner cruise up around the Hudson River, uh, like right in front of the Statue of Liberty, and then you just oh, eat neat. dinner and. Dee and I, when uh, we were on our anniversary trip uh, last year, we uh, took like this paddle boat, uh, like the Tahoe Queen, when we were in Lake Tahoe. And just, oh, uh, do it, tell. Yeah, it was just it's like this old paddle boat, and you go in, and we sat with this old couple that were in their 80s. Mm. And they were, it was both their third marriage. Where you? What? <laughs> yeah. Where <are> you? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it, you take it uh, into the lake, and as the sun's setting, you go into Emerald Bay. Or Emerald Cove or whatever, and around this island that has an old like Russian tea house That's thing. Nice. Kind of thing. It was very nice. Those are nice. Those like old people activities are fantastic. Matt has a good idea about how to live life. Yeah, I sure do, guys. <laughs> I took the train from uh, Portland to Seattle, uh, and in the dining car, uh, we sat with a, an elderly couple as well, and they were a blast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we fucked each other. Okay, good. Real hard. Mm. Not too hard. Hard enough. I broke three of their bones. <laughs> wow. Just from getting on top of them. Jesus. I'm a ham planet. No. What up, oh. shit lords? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about that entire conversation until just now. <laughs> and I didn't mind that time spent. <laughs> I, uh, I realized on vacation that it is absolutely vital to take time off. And recharge. You look good. I feel amazing. Yeah, even like uh, I was uh, flipping through, thumbing uh, through the gram uh, on <laughs> You son Monday. of a bitch. How <laughs> fucking dare you? Oh, whatever, you mundane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I was looking at Instagram, and then there was, you know, the, the, they posted like some short clips of uh, the Midnight Show. Yeah. I mean, I, and like, uh, I like paused it. I was like, ooh, someone looks rested. I feel like it, I've, it's been so long since I, well, and I quit drinking chai lattes on the trip. Did you now? I did. Oh, I d- man. I did. What? That's a lot of sugar. 
That was the only. I just love it. I quit drinking chai lattes. That was the and then only. He goes, Did you know? But like both of you being very serious in your conversation. <laughs> that was the only vice that I had left was chai lattes, and I and sure. I and I oh, quit them find one. because it was it was sort of a. <laughs> you're it. Uh, it was it was uh, it, it obviously it was very hard. On, we were in the Bahamas, so it was it was kind of difficult on NASA. Like I sort of felt like I didn't want to be the guy that was like, "Hey, listen, you mind if we uh, score me a chai? Can we yeah. uh, Dunkin' Donuts got that we'd Dunkin' Donuts down there? A, we'd have to get a car. We'd have to get driven. We didn't have a car, so we'd have to like yeah. get a car a car service to get. To, to the other side of the island to the Starbucks. And I, I would go and buy like three or four at a time and just put them in the fridge. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't think I need to do this anymore. Yeah. And, and, and after a couple of days of not doing it, I kind of felt, because of the sugar crashing, yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt better and more even throughout the day. I thought I would be exhausted, but instead of like even being gap. super amped up and then getting super tired, I just totally evened out. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's something I guess you'd have to... Because you were doing a couple a day, right? Yeah. Woo-hoo. One in the morning and then one uh, right after taping because then I'd usually have to come to a podcast or do something else. And yeah, so, yeah. But now I just kind of feel like... I feel okay. Like, I just feel nice. Yeah. It's weird. That's really I don't cool. trust it, but I feel nice. That NASA, I was there once when I did that uh, the Jesse Thorne cruise, the yeah. uh, com- elect- elect- Atlantic Comedy Festival. Yeah. Um, and we we walked around Nassau, and it's uh we wanted to get really fu- we wanted to go to this water park because uh, no one knew what to do. It was like me and D and uh, Eugene Merman and Kurt Braunohler, and, and like uh, they're like let's just go to that water park. I heard you can slide like into a tube that's it, like surrounded by sharks. For some reason, when you said Eugene Merman, my brain automatically pictured Eugene Levy. <laughs> I'm like that sounds amazing. <laughs> he was not having a good time. And then someone got guys. What's this water park? <laughs> uh, but like we just like we were like trying like we asked a guy. He's like. Uh, we're like, hey, is there like a place that you can get a cab around here? He's like, like that guy has a van. Just give him five bucks, and then we uh, just got in the van. Guy took us over. No, oh, very cool, very nice, mellow, mellow town. Yep. Now, so always a good idea to get in a van. <laughs> yeah. For but fuck. that was when I, I remember like seeing like that like that I told you guys about it after I got back. But like the shitty piece of wood that had like spray painted on it, free Wi Fi with the arrow going down an alley. Right. I was saying that'd be like the perfect horror movie. We're just like, there's free Wi-Fi down here, guys. Let's check out our emails. <laughs> Let's go. a hostel. Always a good idea to... to it's called No Signal. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good idea to chase free Wi-Fi. If you're, ever in a, if you're ever in public and you see free Wi-Fi, always click on that network. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing ever to do. What did you, what did you guys do, Matthew, besides uh, eating uh, a train with old people? New York. Well, that was a long time ago. But uh, we went to New York, obviously, and uh, hung out there for a few days and came back, had Christmas. Dory had her first Christmas. Uh, that worked out really well. I'm really. She's one years old. I don't understand. She's one Christmas old. <laughs> she's uh, one Christian year. She's, <laughs> in the eyes of the Lord, she's finally born. Yeah. Uh, Kamal has that really funny joke where he's like, he's like, "I love Christmas because it's like I've been in the country for ten years. I remember how much you loved Christmas when you were ten years old." <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's true. Uh, but the yeah, no, we had a. Uh, we had a great Christmas on Jonah D at uh, at the at the Giannis. We watched the interview. We watched the interview, which I thought was a lot of fun. I thought the second half of that movie was uh, amazing because that's when James Franco's uh, performance really catches up to the rest of the movie, or vice versa. I feel like the movie finally catches up to James Franco because yeah. it's, it's like so... his, all of his performances just like that one scene where they're trying to kick out Danny McBride, where he was like, uh, he's like, he's got. To- yeah, he's got <laughs> <Yeah>. to go. <laughs> it was great. I really laughed really hard at a lot of that stuff. But fucking uh, Randall Park Randall destroys Park, that yeah. movie. He's amazing. So in good. It. 
and then uh, a couple days after that, I went to Palm Springs, and uh, oh, what a what a time! That was just a relaxing, golfed, drove a Porsche, uh, <laughs> took a nap, a nap, a nap, and uh, and uh, and then uh, saw a giant uh, douche truck. I was like. Who's this giant? Uh, what is this giant, ridiculous earth? Yeah, you showed me the truck. picture. Yeah, I showed you this, this. Not on the podcast, though. No, this is for Jonah too. So there's this giant. Think of like a Ford F three fifty. You know the big Ford pickup trucks. Big old truck with a huge cab on it. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like looks like it's armored almost, and it's called like the Earth Rover or something like that with like these huge tires. And it sounds, was just it sounds pretty rad. I don't see the problem. It was parked in front of the. Uh, it was parked in front of the uh, hotel we were at. And it just took up, it took up like four spots. Oh, Jesus. So uh, the valet just left it right out in front. And then we go in. And I was like, whose fucking truck was that? Uh, and uh, I we walk it through the lobby. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I see John Mayer walk in. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Three days later, <laughs> I see Dory is like checking John Mayer's Instagram mm. to see what he posted for the hotel, if anything. And then like... Like a week before, it's like him happily taking delivery of this truck that was oh, hand built for wow. him in Colorado. God damn it! And I was like, wow. I mean, that truck would fucking. I feel like that's the apocalypse truck. The truck that he has, but it probably gets with like two full, miles to the gallon. Doesn't matter gas anymore. Gas cheap, is real cheap, real cheap. Let's get big cars again. Big cars, big car time. Uh, and uh, but like it's got like a full. He posted another picture on Instagram, and it was like it's like a. He's got like a full recording studio set up in there. That's pretty cool. So he can like drive into the mountains and like record a and just get What about an RV instead? Or uh... I think I think this thing's much more capable. Really? Yeah, I think next week when John comes on the podcast, uh, he's I'll have to see it. a picture of it before I make any more judgments. Uh, <laughs> pull up John's Instagram, uh, Katie Levine. Did you take a picture of it? I didn't take a picture of it. No, no, no. It was oh. on John Mayer's Instagram. And I didn't take a picture of it. I wanted to. That's but not I mean, a, that's not just a driving around town car though, right? Like if you have a car like that, you you kind of need to be on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yep. Oh, that's cool. So it's a tra- It's it's got like an RV camper. Yeah. It's a camper on the back. Yeah, and and, like, and this, and this picture, look at John Mayer, who's six foot five. In this picture, John Mayer is a banana for scale. Look oh at, shit! He's six yeah. five. Is he really? Yes. I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like that's, a, that's holy pretty neat. Shit. That's pretty Earth, cool. Earth Roamer? Earth Roamer. Yeah. yeah. Well, show that's, the, that's go back in that Instagram, too, and show the picture of like him out. Like, So he just went out into like Red Rocks or something and like... <laughs> Not that picture. The, the picture of him like recording. How many of these pictures you <laughs> I mean, what are you looking at, man? What do you do with your free time? Ah. Well, we were at a... I'll tell you why. We were at a Clippers game. Uh, so Dory was really on that Instagram because they were playing the Knicks and... That got boring real fast because the Knicks are so bad. That's what I've been <laughs> yeah, saying all season right? long. Yeah, yeah, Seriously, so remember when I said I was you like, were there, you're like the Knicks, the Knickies. Like, oh, uh, what do you guys have to shit on sports? What do you have to shit on sports? <laughs> no, you have to shit on sports? honestly, I think, we're shitting uh, on the fact that we don't know anything about him. Yes, yeah, that's what we're making fun of—the real, fact that we don't know. It's real dumb. Though. And again, yeah. like it's and a one-note joke, and it's a little tired. But if what? It was just wait a second. If the ten times that we've made fun of not knowing sports... Ten times? 
Even if it's a hundred. Wikipedia slash Hardwick Sports. Go. Even if it's a hundred times. Let's say it's a hundred times, which right, is not. No, a- but what you're doing is making fun of a whole group of people that really enjoy Not making fun something. of them at all. We're making fun of not knowing sports. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, if the, if it's, even if it's a hundred times, it pales into comparison about how much I have to hear about fucking sports. Like, when someone's like, I don't want to hear about how you like sports, like, it, we're a fucking sports culture. It pales in comparison. Yeah. If I was, a, if, you know, if I was a guy that was into sports and I was hanging around people that were just talking about Star Wars, I would make fun of them. I would make fun of them. Yeah, but, like, I don't. I don't make fun of you guys for talking You make about fun of everyone. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, not just not knowing sports, but Matt, if I have to hear, well, the re- greens score the red thing? points. We make fun of people all the time. Yeah, it's just like I've had this discussion with people about this whole sports thing you guys do, and I'm not happy about it. I think it, it was really the bit was would have been done before you even brought it back up. I just need. I think to Matt take just wanted to be cranky at something. It was also sports. more of a character. Study. And he's arguing in circles too. Yeah. I think he's sleep deprived. <laughs> you know, drink you need, up, monster. You need a little vacation. Come on, Earth Roamer. Zero like, sugars, calories. Zero calories. This thing has texture to it. It feels like a bandana. <laughs> uh, Ultra sunrise. Look out, a monster scratched it on the front. Oh, oh let's see. This is uh, Monster Energy Ultra Sunrise. Get up, get out, go for it. Ultra Sunrise is dedicated to those who sacrifice sleep for passion. What? Catching waves at Dawn Patrol up on the bike when the morning dew gives the dirt more grip or the first pass on that glassy lake kicking off an epic wake session. Would you do any of those things after you drink this? really funny. I want to hear Ultra that. Ultra sunrise will get you I, started. I want to hear that read as a Shakespearean soliloquy. Oh, that's your... That's your no, that, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got the British. <clears throat> oh. You want All to right. pull up some, now uh, I'm going to do the soliloquy. Some like, uh, some like symphony music. And now I... Okay, Matt seems really cranky. Hey. What? Do we ever really tell them that we actually like sports? I mean, these fucking idiots. I know. They have no idea. Matt has no idea. I mean, The Knicks fucking... They, they really suck that game, they, seriously. That was such a brutal... Did you see what happened with the fucking Clippers Well, the Lakers? fucking refs. Like, how they're, they're making <laughs> the worst fucking, the fucking calls. I'm screaming the whole yeah. time at the fucking television Did you see, did you see that thing that happened with the fucking, like, the, the guy fucking from the referee yeah. uh, coming out of the Lions? Oh, I missed that because I was too busy chugging Mountain Dews and punching myself in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep it real enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I take it off the... I think you did. Let me, uh... <laughs> I think you did, but here, if we could just <laughs> turn on... Why, uh... why do you think Matt's okay? That's too much. Matt. Get up. Get out. Go for it. Ultra Sunrise is dedicated to those who sacrifice sleep for passion. Catching waves at dawn patrol up on the bike when the morning dew gives the dirt more grip. Or the first pass on that glassy lake Kicking off an epic wake session. Ultra Sunrise will get you started. But is great anytime light, crisp, and refreshing with flavor with a U. All its own. Packed with a full load of our monster energy. To keep the fire burning all day long. After all, it's always sunrise somewhere. Unleash... <laughs> What's happening? I've never felt these feelings before. 
My pelvis is jerking. So this is what it's like to live downstairs. Are you back now? Yeah. Did you pee out some of your cranky? I had a real. It was a lot. Why are you cranky? I'm not cranky. Am I cranky? You're, you're a little cranky. That's the only way to really make someone who might be a little cranky a little more cranky. <laughs> is to ask him what's wrong. With I remember, like, my friends always used to be like, they're like, "Why you got salty balls?" I don't have salty balls. <laughs> You seem kind of salty balls. I don't have salty balls. It really does. Like pinning, pinning an emotion on someone is the surest way to get them to uh, express that emotion. Yeah. Even if someone's in a perfectly fine yeah. mood, they're like, you seem mad. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not mad. mad. Why are you mad? Yeah. You're the one who's mad. <laughs> you seem really insecure right now, Chris. I'm not insecure. Why are you You're the one who's insecure? I'm just sitting here. What are you talking about? What is it? What is it? Is my scruff not the right? Thing? Is your scruff not the right length? <laughs> no, not the right setting? No, not the right setting. <laughs> oh. Did you see Nightcrawler? Either you see Nightcrawler? No. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, is it good? It's fucking great. Rene Russo's really good in it, too. Cool. I, I will watch the shit of it, but I want to see The Guest first. Yes. Watch The Guest. It's on iTunes. Nice. Recommend it. Did you, you saw Your Next, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. I liked it. I, I, I thought it. I thought there were, there were parts where, I, you know what it was? I, I went into it thinking it was a horror movie and not a home invasion movie. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like a supernatural. Uh, supernatural. I thought well, it was going to be supernatural. I mean, to some, Home Invasion is a horror, but it's not supernatural. Oh, yeah. Dee can't watch, uh, Dana can't watch Home Invasion movies. It kind of fucks her up. What's that other one with those two blonde kids that go in? Those two preppy blonde kids go into a house and uh, they have funny games. Oh, funny games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which there's two versions of, right? So it wouldn't yeah. be funny. You don't think Dee would think it was funny if you, if you like, when she was asleep, pretended to break in with a mask on? No, because she keeps a bat by her side of the bed. She'd fucking murder you. Yeah, 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 she would. And she then would... when she realized it was you, she would keep hitting you because <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Oh, uh, she sanded down, like on the bottom uh, little like uh, grip of the baseball, one baseball bat, she kind of sanded down it so she could just lean it up against the wall and it wouldn't roll around. Oh, wow. That's how. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's preparing for the apocalypse. She got that. She got a knife nearby. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't yeah. know D was a survivalist. Yeah, that's like that's most of the stuff I like. The presents I can get her are like like you know earthquake. I got her, like I got her a bug out bag, you know. Oh yeah, if you need to get out fast. Yeah, I got her, like this uh, solar powered. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a solar powered lantern that also has a USB plug, so you can like you know get light and also charge your phone mm-hmm. if you need some of that. She likes she loves knives and stuff. I like it. She loves knives. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty. You good. ever watch those knife uh, home shopping shows? Where they're selling dozens like, of knives like, at like, a time. Yeah, yeah. I find those endlessly fascinating. Oh, when they're oh, it's like a whole set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like uh, fourteen katana blades. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's like. What was that classic one where the guy? Oh, the guy kills almost kills himself. Like, yeah. he, oh, I got Nick there pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing dulls a blade faster than paper. Yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. was the guy comes? He's like, we're gonna need. Medical assistance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great because the next product that's exactly is exactly the guy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly the guy. Yeah, that guy sells that stuff. He used to also sell. There was a there was a guy in the nineties, Don Le, Don Lepre, not Don, Don Lepre, killed himself. Yeah, he sure did. Oh fuck! Uh, yeah. Well, he had to placing he, he little one classified tiny ad. classified ad in thousands of newspapers. I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, that guy killed himself. Yeah. But uh, the other guy, Don something, he would uh, sell massive uh, collections of baseball cards on the Home Shopping Network. Like, it was crazy. He'd be like, Gem Mint 10, Pedro Martinez rookie card. And, like, it was a thing my friends and I used to do. And then on cheap seats, Randy and Jason got the guy to, like, come on and do a bit selling oh, more nice. bullshit. 
<laughs> it was really that's it was really delightful. Cool. Cheap Seats was great. I uh, sure. I watched uh, I watched a ton of programming that Matt would like. Oh yeah, and you know what? I oh, you really say, turned your brain off this trip, huh? <laughs> you know what though? The man's got a point. Yeah, when you operate at this high level, all the time, <laughs> all the time you gotta bring it down. I watched like I watched a because over the holidays there were a lot of marathons, so I watched a a Web of Lies marathon. What's that? Web of Lies is on. I believe it's on Investigation Discovery. Dig, bro. And I it's uh, and it's basically a show where people get taken in by people on the internet. Oh, Web wow. of Lies. So you know, it's like. Oh, uh, a young kid thinks he has a friend across the country, and it turns out to be an ex-convict who comes and tries to kidnap him. So it's like one of those. Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Oh, neat. Those types of shows. Uh, There's a good one on CNBC called American Greed. You ever watch that one? Mm-mm. That's narrated by Stacy Keach. Ah, yeah. Uh, I really like American Greed. If you see it, if you're flipping or like you see it coming on, I would recommend watching it. It's just about like. It's usually about people doing uh, crazy Ponzi schemes or real estate scams. Yeah. But the whole hour is devoted to like one person and like the whole scam. It's, oh, like, so they go through the whole – and do they go through like the legal uh, repercussions? Yeah, a lot or? of times. There's also one called uh, uh, American Greed uh, Fugitive at Large, which is like we haven't – no one has knows where this guy is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the one I watched? I, I texted you about it because I thought the show was going to be dumb uh, and I ended up watching the whole thing. Hotel Impossible. No, Hotel Impossible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. show. You know, um, the uh, it turned on, out think, to be a good show on Nat Geo. Uh, uh, the Rift Tracks guys, uh, Mike, Bill. And I think it's Kevin. pronounced Nat Geo. Nat, Nat Geo. Um, but the uh, Rift Tracks guys are are doing riffing over, uh, like like wilderness guy shows. Will nature shows? No, no, like the like the guy like survivalists, real, survivalists. like survival. Some, some of it, like like one was just a guy was like trying to like find like save salmon, you know, yeah. like in this certain area and try. It. But like they were just, uh, uh, yeah, just riffing over. Oh, it's weird though because be it's like you know write. it's just their voices going over a show that already has a lot of voices, voices and narrations. So it was kind of, but it was still really funny. It's just comforting to hear. Well, I know. suppose it's like a lot like when they do the. Um, they do those 50s instructional videos, you know what I mean? But always have narration. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah it does have that same vibe. Yeah. Was it uh, funny? Yeah, yeah, it was very funny. I'm sure it was with those guys. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah, I, it's just like a friend of mine, she's like, turn it on, turn on Nat Geo. And I turned it on, I was like, what's happening? I don't <laughs> understand why like their voices are there. Because it's, like, it's like, there's no bug. There's no bug in the corner? Yeah, there's no bug saying what it is. Does it, what, is there, does it have a name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember it. I apologize for that. I'm sure if you look up Nat Geo, Rift Tracks, guys. Mystery Wilderness Theater 3000? Yes. <laughs> Mystery Wilderness Theater 3000. In the not at all distant future. <laughs> In the pretty recent past. Um... Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt's onto something with his crazy programming. I'm telling you. I just guys, never... Formulaically, it's beautiful. You don't have to really uh, know anything going into them. You don't have to know anything coming out of them because you learn nothing. But you just sort of get it. And the I formula know, of like Hotel Impossible... Fun to watch. Hotel I watched like I watched like three episodes of a Hawaiian real estate show on HGTV the other night where the whole thing was like... Bargain beach under... No, it was like people were just wanting to buy property in Hawaii. And hmm. so they get some hapless couple... And they show them three properties. Yeah, that's called, and then that's called. It's either it's one of two. Yeah, it's either uh, beachfront bargain hunt or it's bargain the, hunt beachfront or uh, house hunters international. It's not. I've seen house hunters international, which is amazing because I suppose it wouldn't be international unless you're watching in Canada. Um, in Hawaii. It's uh, house hunters international is really fun because yeah. like the, 
that no, this is specifically like a Hawaii. I wish oh. I remember the name. It has Hawaii. Oh in the yeah. Name. But yep. the House Hunters International is really fun because someone will be like, "I decided to move to Bulgaria," and then you know, like, they, and then they'll say kind of what their budgets and what they want, and then they show them this like weird. Hot, basically, like, there's no appliances. There's it's just basically just like a concrete room, and they have to like come in and basically supply all of oh, the. Shit. They have to put everything. They have to put everything in. Nice. But this Hawaii one was, uh, uh, it was it was nice. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, I like watching like home fix it shows and stuff like that. Where's a good place to live on the in, in Hawaii? The beach. <laughs> Bra, you need. Uh, going to the beach? I don't know. It just depends on what you want. You know, it's a Kailua is good for like you know beachy suburbs. But I heard uh, that was the town I grew up in. But I heard it's like yeah, there's a Whole Foods there now. It's very kind of kitschy and yuppie. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, the you know North Shore. If you want to kind of live more in the country, Wahiwa it's nice because it's, it's like this kind of little mountain town that gets kind of cold at night, which is always exciting. Yerp. Yeah. Um, going, I'm going to Hawaii. But right now, May. actually, the when are you going to Hawaii? In May. Oh, nice. For ten days. Which yes. island? Maui, and then. Uh, Big Island. Oh. You're going to the Big Island? I think so. You should uh, go uh, hang out with my cousin, Kalani. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) If if I were going to... If I were... (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I swear to God, I'm sorry. It's just so insulting to an entire people that have had it so rough. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm yes, not I saying have, anything. I have cousins in Hawaii. I have Kalani, <laughs> Laena, Keone. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if I were to pick, were to pick like a racist so name, it'd be like, hey, what's that? Look at these Kalanis over here. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean oh, to laugh okay. at your cousin. I understand. I <laughs> There's only so many letters they can choose from. Chris. <laughs> I know. Because oh. uh, yeah. my first thought was like, don't laugh. And then I immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. But to answer your question, the, uh, the, the coolest place to live in right now, I think, in Hawaii, from all, like, we're talking to my friends, is uh, Chinatown. They've revitalized it. There's a, just, it's like, uh, you know, lots of art galleries and restaurants and stuff like that. So. Well, the Big Island is uh, mostly volcanic rock. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty though. I've been there. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, we, it's uh, you know we had family there, so we go there all the time uh, to Waimea, which is uh, you know Kamuela. Just we're Parker Ranches, so it's just real farm. It looks like you know just a ton of farm. I do like Kauai a lot though. I've been there, yeah, twice. It's tiny. It is tiny. Yeah, I think we're going. Yeah, yeah. There's like a Saint Regis there or something. We're going to. That's in Kauai, I think. Yeah, should be fun. Looking forward to it. That's after my Disney World trip, which is in April. Oh my God! Yeah, you're just a vacation Guys, fiend. I cannot wait for Disney World. What are you gonna do? How, how long are you gonna be at Disney World? I'm gonna be there for four nights. One, two, three, four, five, four or five nights, something like that. Uh, I'm going for a wedding. My high school friend Kevin and my other high school friend Kelly. My high school friend married. Mickey is marrying his <laughs> high school sweetheart. Minnie. <laughs> and we're invited to the wedding. We're invited to the wedding. They oh. do it every day at one o'clock. Oh, man, yep. this is sad. And then the next morning, you know, Mickey brings the sheet out. <laughs> to see what? Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was great. Uh, but I'm pretty. 
Pretty excited about that. I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow morning. You're going to New Orleans? New Orleans. What are you going to do that now? Biggie the Evil scouting. Oh. Scouting for a pilot. I'm Boy making. scouting? Fat for a pilot. For a pilot. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going tomorrow morning and then I come back on Saturday. That's big news. Yeah. You know, I don't like talking about that stuff. Why don't you like talking about <laughs> that stuff? Don't get uncomfortable. I don't know. It just, it's like, it feels weird talking about stuff. It's I impressive. Mean, I, I, we hate thinking that you're not doing anything. I know. I just, it's, it's been hectic just uh, getting this thing in line. And that's the thing. It's like, Look how know. tightly your arms are folded right now. Like, you could not be trying to pull into yourself more. So how are you touching your back? <laughs> and then, <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, God, we got to tell him. My New Year's resolution was to talk about myself less. So while I was on vacation. <laughs> that's a great job. <laughs> Shit! God damn it! You should uh, oh, that you should throw that on at midnight summer. There's a spot for that. Like, where do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Don't and burn it. Right, right when someone say. starts to talk, you go. Well, mine was to stop interrupting <laughs> Just cut them off and not talk about myself as much. <laughs> You have to throw that in. That's really funny. I I came up with it while I was on vacation, and my girlfriend was like, "You're so great," and I'm like, "I know." And, uh, <laughs> Please stop telling me that. It's it's like I'm. Oh fuck, that's really funny. How's Dee doing? She's good. She's good. She's uh, you know just working a lot and uh, uh, just you know kind of just. She's been uh, taking uh, this uh, really cool acting class, um, and it's uh, like it's like like really exciting for she's, acting acting or is she trying to learn for drawing uh, no no for acting it was like our, our friend Kate Froin like was in the class recommended her uh, I think Ron Funches is in the class with Kate her Kate Froin yeah and um, and so she, yeah she's uh, and like I, I talked to them they said like oh she's doing really well it's just kind of like a thing that she because she did she performed when she was you know in high school she did Second City when she was in high school and stuff like that and he's funny know, she's very funny I think it's just uh, it's one of those things where it's just like I think you know she didn't some like kind of retreating back into art and animation, you know, you kind of, you're, you're, you're barely even going out because you're just sitting at a computer. Of or course. Like a, Your you posture know. suffers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but she's always, you know, she's done it like, you know, throughout her life. So it's like, it was, it was kind of neat seeing her kind of take that initiative and, nice. and re, you know, get back into it. So she, yeah, she's doing really well. When then, you guys going to have kids? Not going to have kids. You're not going to have kids. Not going to have no kids. Matt, when you going to have kids? Eventually. All right. Yeah. I'm not having kids like you're never getting married. <clears throat> you know, or we don't know that. Maybe you, you see, you've been pretty against it for a long time. I wasn't against it. You know, I think the part of the thing for me was that my dad was married five times. That's right. And he... Hey, last one stuck. It did. It did. They were, my, my, my dad and Rebecca were together for 22, two or three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, my, my mom and dad were together for 13 years. But, um, you know, my dad was married five times. My mom was married twice. And my dad, when my dad was young, he said, you know, like he's, he would often explain, he would go, well, when, you know, in the 60s, people just didn't really date. Like you met someone and you liked him and you're like, we should get married. Yeah. Because that's just what people did. And so he just cycled through a lot of, he had some, he had such great, he's in a, he had amazing stories about just being on the Pro Bowlers tour and just like being married on the Pro Bowlers tour. He's, it, it fucking should be, it should be a period show, like the bowling in the, in that era. Yeah. But he was saying that, uh, uh, he split up with his wife cause, uh, he, you know, like he found out that, uh, she had cheated on him. Oh, wow. This is like maybe his first wife or second, first or second wife. And, uh, 
and so he was young and she, and she was young and so he's driving he's driving to a, a tournament somewhere they you know they drove they didn't fly as much he, they drove all, all over the country and he was with his uh, one of his idols this guy named Don Johnson and uh, so you know my dad He's not wrong I don't know. So uh, you know, my this guy sort of a, was like a mentor to my dad. My dad looked up to him, and so they're driving, and my dad's like, he's like, I'm crying in the car, and you know, uh, and Don's like, you know, Billy, I'll tell you, you can't have relationship and career. It doesn't work. You get one or the other. And my dad said, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. But what I didn't know at the time is that Don Johnson was fucking my wife. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but then he like, but he laughs about like he would laugh about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, he would like <laughs> he would go. That's your, oh fuck! Yeah. You know, it's like we've talked to a lot of like older guys, like even you know, just like uh, John Cleese, just guys that have been married a handful of times. And it's always so interesting to see. It's like it was like John Cleese seems so happy with his wife now. And he's like, oh, I finally found. But like it's like is that I wonder of a feeling that he had a few other times too because there's what that was like he's on a I'll tell you what I think you I think you really you you really have to go through a lot of pain I, you know what I I shouldn't make this blanket statement I think a lot of times having gone through a lot of bad situations makes you really not only appreciate a good situation but also. Uh, get more of a clear idea about who you are, what you want, what you want in another person. Because when you're young, you just start dating and you're like, Oh, I like you. Hey, fuck it. Let's just, you know, like you don't, you don't have the presence of mind to go, what are your values and what are your goals? (laughs) And do we work well together? It's just like, I think by the time, you know, my dad met Rebecca when he was like almost 50 and, you know, he had just been through a lot and he just kind of had a clearer idea of what and they just sort of worked. And John, probably John the same, the yeah, same yeah. way. I don't know. But uh, I think I think that has I think that has something to do with it because your young time is so disposable and you just don't even yeah. think about it. You're like, oh, worry about it later. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I have you to make it. more strategic. I have to make more positively strategic choices for my life because you never know when you'll lose your right leg to infection i'm not going to lose my leg to infection he doesn't know i gotta know what about me well jonah you 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 lose your left leg to infection too. what does so he get can... the other cybernetic leg no oh, oh. jonah can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> i'll just use i'll just use the broom Wow, Chris the amount also. that you're laughing at the fact that one of your friends is probably poor, or just a poor person in general, no, you it's bourgeois fuck. Hey, Jonah. Have fun in the class Jonah, war. It's real fucked up, because it was buy a right leg, get a left leg free, and this fucker was like, I don't need it. I can't you believe your wife has to like... sand down her own bats. <laughs> you have a bat sander. An artisanal bat sander. <laughs> Spicolo <laughs> comes from the island of Mykonos. He's a wonderful bat sander. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, What'd you do on New Year's Eve? I uh, had a couple friends over and uh, just hung out. Uh, played Wii, uh, listened to music, drank. Nice. 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 nice and mellow. It was nice. What did you do on New Year's Eve? Uh, went to Mud Hen Tavern. Susan Finnegar's place. It's good, good restaurant. Yeah, I ran into Jeanette, Jeanette McCreary. What's Jeanette McCurdy? McCurdy, yes. Mm-hmm. She says hello. Hello back. Uh, and uh, had uh, the entire top half of that menu with Dory and her brother. Nice. Her uh, sister-in-law was back at the hotel. 
Because she's uh, got a parasite in her, a baby, whatever you call it. <laughs> Jesus and, uh, you know, sometimes they don't do what you want to do, and then you got to do what the baby wants to do. Baby yeah, because it's inside controlling you. Baby's like, I want to sleep. <clears throat> you got to go to sleep. That's what babies do. Hmm. Well, you're going to have some. You sent Someday. us pictures from your New Year's Eve. Did I? Yeah, did the, I send the, you? the white party. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was the picture that I sent? Just of. Oh, uh, I didn't see it. What? I didn't see a picture. Yeah, you were, it was on the uh, it was on the, fair, the shared photo thing. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I, jo- I joined a... I, I, I photo shared. I, photo, I, I photo shared you. Oh, is that why I have a <clears throat> notification I haven't clicked on? That's why. <laughs> That's why it's helping to check your notifications. <laughs> yes, I went, to a, there was, I went to a party called the White Party because... Diddy throws it every year. Everyone had to wear white. And Jonah responded by saying, oh, I went to one, too. And they sent me a shot of a burning cross. <laughs> I sent him a picture of a Klan rally. <laughs> I just said, my party is very similar. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, that's funny. No, it wasn't just white people. It was everyone had to wear white. I feel like using technology I don't even know about. Yeah, that's, yeah I, was, that's I was really confused when it came up, but it was actually kind of fun. Photo sharing is great. Because then, you know, it's just, it's just better than... It's just a, is it it's, easier is than, it like, better than text texting? Yes, it is. I, I find it to be more efficient than texting for whatever reason. It just, it, you know, like. I love the, that I go click on this and the first thing I see just burning crosses. <laughs> 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 the icon is burning crosses. <laughs> we're, we're not calling the episode burning crosses, <laughs> <laughs> we're calling it Kalani. So that's up. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we like? Is that a Hawaii's hottest new teen sensation? Like they're gonna think it's a part that we had a guest on named Kalani. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you up to the rest of the week? Oh, John is going to New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, that's right, you're going to New Orleans. I'll be here writing the show. <laughs> Which show that, is that? Uh, it's called. You know, for some reason, I, th- I, f- I felt like we were done for the day, and I was like, "Oh, we have to shoot a whole other yeah, show." Yeah, it's yeah. coming down the pipe right well, I'm now. I'm excited because Sarah Silverman's going to be on. Sarah, Steve, Ackerman's going to be a great, great program. Today was great. Uh, you know, uh, we got a lot of good guests lined up next week. Oh, uh, I did that uh, No You Shut Up show today. Oh, Paul F. Paul show. Show. Paul F. Show. Was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot those of are the fun. Henson puppets. They're fucking great. Yeah, those guys are fucking fantastic. And you're just like, right when you, they start talking to you, you just like, like I know you've you said to them. before, yeah, you just start talking to them and riffing around with them. It was, it was a blast. I had a really good time. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's Paula Tompkins' show, No You Shut Up, on Fusion. Yes. Which people should watch. Yeah. yeah. Because Paul's really funny. What else are we doing? we got to do this. There's more podcasts this week. Doing more podcasts this week. Yeah, and then miss I Ethan have... Hawk. I'm bummed. You're what? I'm going to miss Ethan Hawk because I'll be at oh, yeah. Louisiana. You're going to be in Louisiana scouting yeah. out for your pilot, which we still didn't get a lot of information about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I, don't, I just like to do stuff and hopefully just have it come out as opposed to having people ask about it or, or hey whatever happened with the thing you know go, oh right oh uh, i don't know you know we'll see and then you know just uh so yeah. it takes place in new orleans it's uh hang on uh, a second it's called jonah's arcade <laughs> <laughs> yeah combust the move to where the games are played it's hip it's fresh it's jonah's, jonah's arcade. arcade well i'm i'm very happy for you thank you i hope i hope i hope is it you're shooting it? Does it hurt you to say that you hope good things for this? No, What's no, no, happening? no, no. What the fuck is happening? Three questions popped into my head at once. Oh, okay, yeah. and I didn't know, and I stopped myself because I didn't know which one he was going to be able to answer. 
which was like, you know, is there a network involved? Is there a studio involved? Did you write it? Like all these? Uh, yeah, it's an idea I had for a while. I, I pitched it uh, a couple different places. Um, True TV really liked it, and they're you know making a move. They, you know, they're they're producing um, the uh, we the, was it we the people or uh, what's this uh, the, the sketch show with the Lucas Brothers, Friends of the People. Um, you know, they got the uh, the Grolix guys are do, uh, redid their pilot. Uh, those who can't, mm-hmm. um, and they're you know they're looking to do some more really cool stuff. And um, and so they liked the idea, and then um, they were trying to work with uh, Troy Miller. And hey, uh, you know who owns True TV? Hearst. <laughs> what? what are you looking at me, guys? <laughs> Chris, uh, I can't make the machine wheels turn. <laughs> Chris, I've never asked you for anything ever before. <laughs> oh, you've done nothing but ask me for things. <laughs> uh, only for your forgiveness. I think that's the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's a uh, Troy and like they were trying to figure out something to work on with Troy Miller and then uh, and then they told Troy my idea and then he wanted to work with it, uh, work on it or make it. So it's with Dakota uh, at True TV. I don't want Liddy to think I'm just dating her so Jonah's pilot can get picked up. <laughs> You're not? Oh, wait, I thought you, you were. Tell her. I thought <laughs> you were. You said that. You were. We yeah. didn't even ask Kyle and Katie what they did for New Year's. My microphone's great. Next show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Enjoy your burrito, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.